millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Alistair, uh, Alistair, before, before, before we start the podcast, yes. um, a, a, uh, just a moment of your time, uh, I beg of you. Is this, to, wait, uh, to, wait, is this about mm-hmm, the yes? uh, Stupid Old Studios podcast festival? You know, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, it is. It's about the Stupid Old Studios podcast festival happening this uh, Sunday, Holy moly. the 9th of October. Yep. Australian Eastern, very good time. And mm. uh, I, Alistair, not only are you and I doing our show, Two in the Think Tank, um, but also you and I will also be sharing with Matt Stewart hosting duties in between the, uh, the many podcasts that You're take joking. place over the course of that glorious day. And I will be appearing as a guest on Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. Who would have um, thought My new favourite podcast. Yes. Yeah. Well, Matt, um, because he books them. Well, that's really nice, Andy. Mm. That's really, really nice. Well, so, so, and so, like, tickets are just available, and you can buy it and then get a, a ticket for the whole day. That's right. And that also and allows you to support the stupid old studios and its ability to mm. continue to function as a business. Mm. <laughs> oh, mm. my gosh. Well, that sounds really yes. lovely. And can people watch <laughs> these things later? Um, uh, I think they can. I think there might be the opportunity to watch it later on, but I think it's way better to buy the ticket now and watch it all live, be part of the experience. You'll be able to interact online, send in your thoughts and your comments. Um, we, the hosts of the day, will be able to react to those. It's, you know, people love to be reacted to, to have their existence acknowledged. And if that's something mm-hmm. you want, then $60 is an absolute snip to have your 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 being affirmed an absolute um what's what's the other word for snip circumcision of your soul <laughs> exposing all the very uh sensitive bits so that you can feel mm. what it's like to mm. be alive yeah much more um much more fully mm. all right and ready? You, and your soul will be easier to clean <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's begin. Yeah. Hello. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. I'm Andy. And I'm Alistair George William Trombley Birchall. Hello. Hello, and we we have, we are two guys who always remember to clean around the head of our soul. That's right, <laughs> absolutely. There's no soul smegma collecting underneath <laughs> the skin of our soul. Ah, uh, you know what? Soul smegma mm. is an incredibly powerful concept. Yeah, I think you know. I think when you think about the 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 burdens that accumulate. Mm. And you know, I think it's an. Uh, basically, I think it's another word for emotional baggage, you know. Yeah. And and what is? Oh, I mean, but also <laughs> karma, you know. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. all the all that dirty, like you know, as mm-hmm. soon as you do something bad, and you're like, it'll mm-hmm. be fine. Just mm. just keep plowing forward, you know. And then you just it, c- carry that around with you. Is it wrong of us 
to at this point, very early in the podcast, to pitch a new religion, mm. which um, is entirely uses penis metaphors to describe <laughs> the soul, um, the process of healing. Mm. Uh, I think you know a lot of um, a lot of religious iconography is probably quite phallic anyway. Yeah, and we are just um, we're just you know we're just put we're not using subtext. It's all in the text. It's all, and the subtext is penises. Yeah. <laughs> and so we, we're trying to remove any of the important messages from being in the subtext. Mm. That's why we're putting something mm. stupid there. The penis. Mm. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Often, often something disgusting like smegma, like that, mm. right? We're putting that in the subtext so that you look away from the subtext and straight at the message, which is in the text. Mm. Yes. That's right. You've got to, you've got to stuff... Um, you know, subtext is like the um, the ballast, the lower hold of uh, of a ship, mm. and if you absolutely stuff that full, okay, then some of the meaning is bound to overflow into onto the onto the upper decks okay. where it's much more visible mm. to the uh, <laughs> exactly. to the passengers, yes, and those standing on the shore, and that's that's what we guarantee to you. The there's um, yeah, I think that's really powerful, Alistair. Yeah, and, well, uh, I'd the, like you to write that down oh, as the first sketch Andy, idea. It's already down. Soul smegma religion. Mm. Um, Beautiful. I mean, it, it feels it could like still that, be the, the, the body soul of smegma is the, uh, <laughs> the soul smegma. Smegma is the thetan in the. Uh, is that right in Scientology? Mm, yes. Your, your 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 soul has this accretion of all the. Uh, these dead souls of aliens is yeah. that is that am i right it's something about like that? that yeah well andy you know i yeah. know a lot about that um so i'll just go ahead and say yes well you've gone clear haven't you have i yes well and, and yes but that's but that's due to the amount of oil i've been consuming and <laughs> um and so a lot of the stuff has your skin is just to sort of become a it's a sort of translucent it's, yeah it's clear but it is still very mm. fuzzy and smudgy yeah you've managed to displace all the liquid in your body with oil that's right i am i am now much more buoyant that was my goal because i was sick of the thought of having of sinking to the th- bottom of the sea mm Sick of yeah. it, Andy. I wonder if that. I wonder if that works in um, in swimming. If you have a belly full of oil, yeah. If you'll float better, surely you would. Um, yeah. Well, I I put it to you. Yeah. That as a swimmer, you should be drinking one to two liters of oil before you get into the pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I sometimes just naturally get indigestion when I'm swimming. I don't know why that was but i would get indigestion oh, well that's just a gift that you have yeah, yeah you're just very I'm, you're blessed in that that's way my superpower and mm. i can't imagine the amount of indigestion that i would get from just drinking two liters of what would you say would you think is it better to do like a, a canola or an olive or is it better mm. to go the cruder stuff <laughs> unrefined um yeah, unrefined. Uh, I think probably unrefined has a higher buoyancy, lower density. So yeah, I think I think crude olive oil, if such a thing exists, mm. um, 
just that really thick stuff before it's been fractionally distilled. Oh, I think they give uh, it a different name to that, a more sort of religious kind of name, I think, or more, um, uh, I think they just call it extra virgin. Sure. Um, well, that's not what, yeah. Um, that's not what I'm saying. Do you think being oily? Do you it? think being oily, like on the outside of your body, would make you swim mm. faster because it makes you slick through the water, or do it make you uh, or swim slower because if you slip through the water? You don't get any grip. Uh, you don't displace think, as much water. I think you would. Uh, I think you would go faster. Yeah. Um, and I think I wouldn't be surprised if, in a couple of Olympics time, we see before the race. Um, the coach is down there with a butter knife and mm-hmm. a tub of flora, just absolutely spreading it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, their their charges the toes. <laughs> in between the toes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, I think that's really exciting. I, I like that. A sports spread. It's oh, the yeah. world's first sports world's spread. World's first sports. I spread. also wouldn't be surprised yeah. if. There was an advantage to covering the top of the head in something like Vegemite. Really? That, yeah, because I think that the salt content, yeah, um, could contribute to breaking some of the um, the surface, the water surface, the surface tension. What about yeah. what about covering your head in like sort of a dish soap? That would work. Yeah, that would work. Yeah, soapy hair. You leave a trail of bubbles. Yeah, like that. I'm a, I'm surprised. That, this doesn't happen. I mean, imagine at the end of the day of Olympics, there's so much soap in the water that well, the surface is just completely oh, – they're, so, they're, stu- oh, they're basically stirring it up Dirty dishwater at the end. <laughs> and Because also, have you ever seen that thing where somebody like puts like a bit of dish soap or something like that on like a that little paper – that little paper clip thing that goes at the end of the bread bag in a, like a dish of milk. Mm, that's or right. Oil. And you put it. A bit of dish soap yeah. on it and then it self propels. Well, then that suggests to me that what you could do is you could get in the pool, you could put your legs in basically a, uh, a dog, uh, a, a frog kick position yeah. like you would use with the breaststroke. Yeah. And create that kind of um, little enclosed section, a little. Um, a little bay yeah. in between your legs. Leave a little gap between your heels. Yeah. Pour, or possibly, if you're clever, you've already <laughs> you've already um, pumped a whole lot of detergent into your butthole, yeah, and then you just squirt a detergent you squirt some of that out. <laughs> yes, you squirt that out. Yeah. You release a little bit of that. A sports enema. <laughs> <laughs> into that section between your legs. Yeah. And then using the surface tension, you propel yourself yeah. with nary a stroke along the surface. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Andy, it, it makes sense that there's freestyle, which is any stroke. There's, you know, mm. breaststroke, which is, uh, you know, breaststroke. There's a butterfly, of course. There's backstroke. Which is butterfly. There's backstroke, which um, is, I believe that's is, backstroke. backstroke. But, um, but there should be a category, which is no stroke. And it is mm. it is all about chemical propellants that yeah. you can g- get and whatever you can get on your body like that. There's no there's not allowed to have any kind of combustion. I don't I don't I mean I don't I assume unless I guess you can get I mean I guess you could cover your body in sodium metal <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and and yes, just, I suppose you could yes I suppose you could 
um, you know, and then have those explosions <coughs> as it reacts with the thing that would probably propel mm. you forward. That would be a chemical reaction, wouldn't it? Mm. But it's it's yeah. what it's really about is the no stroke, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, well, how are you feeling about no stroke, Andy? Are, are you started thinking I about think something else. Oh, I, I no, I was. I guess I was envisaging the person burning to death from the sodium. Yes, well, that's where and that's where reaching it, the end of the pool is nothing but a little, uh, uh, like a crusty little nub well, the, from the top of I the think, head. That's all I that's think left. Like freestyle, at some point, would they would find an equilibrium as to what is the best thing in terms of uh, the fastest, and you don't die. Yeah, that's what they were aiming for with the freestyle. They might they might get rid of all metals, you know, reactive mm-hmm. metals or whatever like that, you know. I suppose I think that you know, like you could do you think you could get a, a little bit of uh, like you know if you used like a sort of like a you know, like, you know those ones that are down the antonymes or whatever those ones are down the bottom. Mm, um, yeah, what are know, those? Those ones that are kind of like naturally uh, radioactive and they radioactive, only they only yeah. exist for a few seconds. If you could get a few of those on there, do you think that decay you know those sort of like those uh, those those the things. Beta particles. Those theta being particles shot would out. in some way give you some forward momentum. I guess you can't predict which direction they're going to go. I think that's I think that's one of the problems is that they are fired off in all directions. But what if you but, what if you line the inside of your thighs with concrete? Yeah, or lead. Yeah, or lead. And then, which would have issues for buoyancy, but once again, there's going to be a balance. Of course, there's you're going to have a, a belly full of oil, so you'll be fine. <laughs> you'll balance that out with a belly full of, you know, maybe that same that same um, mm. that same sports margarine. Margarine. I think, you know, I, what I think this is, I think this is like the movie Moneyball, right? Which is where they got um, uh, mathematicians and statisticians to run a baseball team. I believe. I haven't seen the film. Yeah, right. right. But then, but this is what if we got um, physicists and um, uh, and chemists to coach a swimming team, and yeah. and the you know the the absolute transformation that that would bring to the sport. And what you realise is that actually it's not the power of their arms or their uh, you know their kicking ability mm. that makes for a good swimmer. If you look at this um, from a physics point of view, it's the uh, the uh, how much oil they can fit into their belly yes. and the surface area of their thighs and to which you can affix lead plating yeah, to absorb yeah. the uh, beta radiation or at least bounce, being emitted off, from the nuclear off. isotope we've put into their butthole. Yes, yes, yes. Oh well, of course. Well, if, if you lined the inside of your uh, your rectum, I suppose, with lead as well, mm. just like a mm. you know, like a temporary lead coating. Temporary lead. I mean, plus, I guess once yeah. once stuff like after fifteen minutes, it's just a temporary lead coating. After fifteen minutes, it's completely absorbed into the bloodstream. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, look, I don't know about the what what the body thinks, but you mm. know that area inside the rectum. Right where it holds all the sort of the excrement. Mm. I don't mm. know if that should be absorbent in any way. You know, I don't know if it like if it has a backup yeah. kind of thing where it like it it's like oh just in case this person is dying or something like that we can maybe get a few extra nutrients out of them out of this kind of stuff muck here. You know, so maybe they think that, but I reckon you could just coat that with silicon or whatever and just be like fuck it. Mm. You know, yeah. You know, just like I don't yeah, know. Yeah, at this point, I'm sorry if the nutrients haven't been absorbed by this point. That's a cutoff. That's our hard cutoff. We're not absorbing nutrients anymore. Yeah, 
You had your chance. You had your, you had your chance no. to be absorbed into the 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 villi and the silly eye or whatever they're called. I'm not. Uh, I'm not absorbing any anything that comes from poo. I'm sorry. Like that. You're putting my foot down yeah. into my rectum. Okay, and my foot is covered in silicon, and I'm using my foot to wipe it onto the inside inner lining of that section. That's right. Yes. I'm. Uh, I'm like that guy that. You know that Precasso guy, Precasso, who does uh, like sex festivals. I don't know. Can you guess? Can great. you guess what he does? Precasso paint, paint with his penis. He paints with his penis, right? Yeah. But okay, right. I am more of a tradie, and I use my foot instead of my penis, uh, and I mm. and I coat things with silicon using my foot. What and about this Picasshole? Picasso. <laughs> yes. What does he do? Um, well, does he pick an asshole? What do you think he does? <laughs> oh, what that do you one. think he does? <laughs> I want that one. His other name was Andy from the uh, from the Andy uh, from from the Little Britain Little Britain sketch. Yeah, series of sketches. Oh, thank you very much. Did he? Did he? They, did, they, yeah. They ever make a movie? The Little Britain people ever make a movie? I mean, it's almost crazy that they wouldn't have, but yeah, um, I don't think they did no i don't think they did um i suppose when you're doing the same joke over and over again mm. it's hard to turn that into a narrative because none of it has a narrative but i guess you could have that andy wheelchair character go you on know some sort of adventure do even maybe do it while he while becomes the president isn't looking mm, you know no, you start right you start it with a i want that one like that and then he goes are you sure you want that one? Because, I mean, that's not really a thing that people want, you know? I mean, you don't mm-hmm. really like mm. that thing, do you? Um, you know, okay, well, hang on. I'll go and get it now. He goes, yeah, I want that one. Okay, sorry. I, said, I should have said that before. He says he goes, he's going to go get it. But anyway, <laughs> and then while he's, his back is turned, right? This is opening opening 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Already giving yeah. The, the audience everything they want. And then mm, he, oh. he stands up because he's not actually disabled, I guess. Or I guess he could just be a person who can, you know, some people use wheelchairs. And I mean, I think that's the that's what they're implying in there is that people in wheelchairs shouldn't be able to stand up. But actually, a lot of them can stand up. They just um, mm. um, anyway. But let's forget about, you know, all the messaging, the, details. the, the subtext. Yes, yeah, yeah. Anyway, and then he goes on some adventure, possibly a hero's journey. Um, I think he runs and he gets into an aeroplane and we pan out and we see that it says Air Force One yeah. on the aeroplane. And he's flying right? Air Force One. <laughs> he's flying Air Maybe Force One. Maybe during the age of Trump. Maybe it was, this was you know, and so then, because uh, I think people would. For some happy. reason, when you said during the age of, yeah. my first my first thing my, my, my mind went to was the dinosaurs, during the age of the dinosaurs. Yes. And I was instantly transported, almost as if I was traveling on Air Force One, to a very rich and complex um, cinematic world. Wow. uh, Yeah. I mean... You don't need drugs, Andy. You just need a... I just need a suggestion from the audience. (laughs) And and then you can be taken to another... I need a suggestion from the audience. (laughs) Kill yourself. (laughs) Uh. Okay. Here we go. I was about to anyway. Interesting. (laughs) But what about this? What do you think about this for a concept for a film? It's Air Force One, the the, the aeroplane, Air Force One. Yeah, but it's okay? but it's a lot. The president is on board. He he, it and it flies into an electrical storm. Yeah, right. And it is um, struck by lightning, 
and transported back in time to the time of the dinosaurs. Okay, yep. I mean, oh. what a premise. I mean, that is fun. Yeah. And yeah. is the president Dwayne The Rock Johnson? The president is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yes, you are absolutely you correct. You can already see this playing out. It's essentially you just take the script from Jumanji 2. Mm. Um, you put the pre- you make Dwayne the president. You make Jack Black uh, the secretary of state. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a really good idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know, and at the end, at the end of the film, yeah, they have to because um, they there's another storm, electrical storm coming, right? And they have to fly back into it, and it involves somehow them getting on the back of a Hatsigopteryx. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one of those enormous flying dinosaurs. Yep. They're all on there. They um, lightning storm. They fly into the storm. They get struck by lightning. They come out the other side. They're back in the modern day. They land it on the runway in England. Yep. They climb off the Hatsigopteryx and they're greeted by the Queen. Okay. And <laughs> the Queen's still alive in this, in scenario. this scenario. And then in the background, yeah. in the background, we see. As as they're embracing the queen, she's loosened up a lot. Um, yeah, she's th- in the background. Her on the we mouth. see this tongue. Um, <laughs> in the background, she grabs we see the Hatsigopteryx. The, she grabs eating okay, sorry. Prince Andrew. Yes, yes, finally. This is like this is like uh, when when Tarantino killed Hitler in, in his movie. <laughs> yeah. They were like, "This is what we wanted to happen the whole time." <laughs> yeah. That's right. You know? Yeah. Oh, that's really. I think that's a great. I think that's a great. Um, yeah. Concept, uh, and I'm not quite. Uh, it, there'll be a. There'll be a really good pun, um, in the in the title, whatever it is. You know. Um. um Air, Air Force, Force One AD. Million years ago. Yeah, something like that. No, no, like no. That. Wait, that's too, that's too, that's not, there's more dinosaurs not, there. Okay, wait. <laughs> Air Force 1 million years BC. Yeah. Uh, 100 million years BC, I think it would have yeah, to be. Yeah, th- it, it would have to be. Because I think 1 million be. years yeah. BC, there'd just be humans around and just yeah, not sure. much going on. But there might be mm. woolly mammoths and uh, some like, there could be like some Homo habilis or something like that or like Homo. <gasps> I've got to say, I really want to see this film. Yeah, me I'm, too. Actually, really well, excited the is, is about we've got the, the idea ending. of them landing there in the these ancient times. They spend a bit of time trying to get Air Force One back into the air, but obviously that doesn't work. Yeah. And <laughs> at the end, yeah, the you know the realization that they got to fly on the back of these things. The president is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I mean, it's got everything. Andy, Andy, th- this is the only kind of movie they can make these days. I know. <laughs> this is like. Yeah, they can only make big budget movies that are dumb that have Dwayne the Rock Johnson in them. Uh, yeah, that's all they can make. So they they actually can't say no. We actually can't release this podcast mm. because somebody will make it without our permission. All right, the, we're, you know, normally we say, "Hey, people, you can make these you can make these sketches if you want." Right? Just you know, try to credit us. This one you can't. <laughs> Yeah, this one they you were, gotta pay us. There's a legislative carve out for this one. Sorry, guys. I know we 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 had that legally binding verbal contract in one of the early episodes where you said you could. Well, now you we're we're legally vetoing that, saying <laughs> you can't. Um and 
yeah, if you want this, Hollywood, if you want this, Dwayne, give us a call. You'll have to take it from our cold, dead, um, the hands that we have mm. from our cold, uh, cold houses. Yeah. <laughs> our hands in our cold house. We need our this Our cold, one. dead, looking estates. hands. Ah, that, you know, when good. I did I did a TV show, that remember that TV show that you were doing some writing on and then you managed to get me on to as a guest, guest panelist? Um, celebrity, One of my greatest achievements. Celebrity letters and numbers? Mm. Well, when I did that, uh, I was sitting in the makeup chair, having a fun time. You know, the makeup people were very, were very wonderful. Um, and, and you were sitting next to Dwayne the Rock Johnson. No, no, this is this is close oh. though. This is close. This is then they started. They said, "I'm going to have to put some makeup on your hands." And I said, "Why?" They said, "Well, because we their your hands can appear on camera, and if we don't put makeup on them, they look dead." Wow. Yeah. Uh, do, do I mean is that a problem? Would people see the hands and say? Have, are those the hands of a corpse? Are those, yeah. Those are dead. That man's hands are dead. Yeah, they, 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 all the contestants have got the hands. What is going on with this television program? I mean, mm. you know, because I guess people are so prone to to, um, to conspiracies these days. You could yeah. easily say that, you know, all the people that the government is killing, they're hiding it by laundering the hands through TV mm. panel shows. <laughs> Laundering, laundered organs. Yeah. That's a great, what a great phrase to say, laundered organs. Laundered organs. <laughs> I got to try and say it with my accent. Laundered organs. Laundered <laughs> organs. Laundered, laundered organs. Laundered organs. Laundered organs. Laundered organs. I laundered my yeah. organs laundered this organs. morning. I laundered my organs this morning. I, la- I laundered my or- organs this morning with Morgan. Oh, I know, laundered my organs this morning do, with Organ. Do you ever picture what Morgan. it would be like if you had to like clean your organs? Like, so like, let's say, um, let's say like there was mm. an opening in the front, right? And this is just yeah. a normal part of life. Right, mm. that you, as well as cleaning your body, you have to go and sit in, in front of a bucket of water, soapy water, oh, and you I just got to so reach much. in. You got to reach in. Yeah. You got to grab this thing, but you just kind of got to like, you just got to pinch them off before you pull the organ out. You oh, you've got to pull it all the way out, like it actually comes out. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it's still attached, and you're sort of like dangling your yeah, heart right. out of your chest then, a bit into the bucket yeah, right. and sort of wiping around yeah, it. Yeah, okay, yeah. And then you kind of like – but you also got to rub it against a, like a washboard. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know what? The, I, the bit I hate the most though is picturing drying it off with a terry toweling oh, towel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then all that, and all those little bits of fluff getting stuck to it. It's, it that's exactly the bit I'm having the most trouble yeah, yeah, with, yeah. the little bits of fluff. Yeah. You'd, and you'd probably have to use paper towels, but they still are prone to a bit of fluff. Mm, you put your heart back in and it's all itchy. Oh, yeah. And you spend your whole oh, it, day. It just feels, or it feels too dry. Yeah poking, yeah, poking your hand into your chest cavity, trying to rearrange your heart like yeah. it's tes- testicles in a pair of shorts. Yeah. Like, I think it would be good if there was like a, like a torso, like a torso juice or something like that you could dip them in. It's like a, mm. it's probably something that's been emulsified. So it's probably a mixture of water and oil. Mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or an aioli, at least. Um, and then you just kind of like smudge it like that, and then it gives it that nice kind of greasy, slippery. It gives it that natural slipperiness that mimics the body's grease. 
Um, and then you could slip it back in and then it's like, and then it kind of finds its own natural positioning. Like, you know, any little torsion and the twists from like taking it out and stuff like that, they all kind of unwind when there's not enough, not too much friction along the, the, the surface of the, of the heart and the spleen and stuff. Yeah. The other option, of course, would be um, uh, talcum powder. You go completely the opposite direction. You know, you you talc it so that it's it can it can slide that way I, with the lubricating. That's you know, talcum is this amazing sort of thing, which is a lubricating dryness. Yeah, but I think it's been found to be cancerous, like carcinogenic. Mm, yeah. That's the best bit. Yeah, that's the best bit. You want to get that inside your torso. I think. I think that. I mean, was that associated with some talcum powder that contained asbestos, or was that just all talcum powder? Um, I'm not sure. I'm, I don't know whether. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, wait. IARC classifies talc that contains asbestos as carcinogenic to humans. <clears throat> yeah. I mean... Talc that contains that, asbestos. That, yeah. Obviously, that feels a bit yeah. like that was predictable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, we're... Uh, it, it's very easy to sit here and judge Alastair. Johnson you know, Johnson. Um, you know, if we're not actually doing it ourselves, every, everybody's an armchair critic these days and everybody thinks they know better than the experts. So, of course, you know, you can sit there, you can do a bit of Googling, you can see that the name says containing asbestos and you can you can sort of very glibly say, oh, well, that doesn't sound good. But until you've actually been there um, on the floor making the asbestos, having to make the hard calls about should we use the one that, Oh, sorry, making the talcum powder, having to make the hard calls about should we use the one that contains asbestos or doesn't. Until you've been in that position, yeah. it's very, very arrogant of you to to to, to claim to be able to, that you would have been able to do any differently than than what they did. Yeah, under I guess those circumstances. you know, and and imagine how tempting it would have been for Johnson and Johnson when you're making mm. something powdery, and you're mm. like, and there's this powdery substance. That mm. people can't wait to give away. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, they're yeah. like, actually, mm. there's a very low demand on this. And you're like, well, we could just add mm. this to this. And yep. just get a little extra, a little extra, you know, even if it's just like a, you know, a 5%, a 1% boost in profits. Mm. And, you know, you're like... um, are there any uh, downsides to this? You ask the, the supplier. You say, "Is there anything bad about this, about this asbestos pro- or this product, this powder?" And they say, "Well, it's bad if you're a fire. Do you want your product to be flammable?" Mm, yes. And you say, "No, no, I don't." So that's good. Yeah, no, that's, that's on the positive column. Yeah, that's right. And and I guess when you're, you know, when you're about to go for a run, and your thighs rub rub together. Mm. Um, you know, as many of us as thighs do. And so you mm. put some talc in there. The last thing you want 
is for those two oh. dry surfaces to to yeah. to to get so warm mm. that they combust. And so it almost mm. seems stupid not to put a known carcinogen yeah. between your legs. <laughs> yes, indeed. Especially one that contains the word best. <laughs> as best as pop- yes, possible. As, as best as best. Does. As best as does we can do under the circumstances. <laughs> um, write that pun down, Andy. Yeah. That's going to be used somewhere. Is that your head exploding? Yeah, that's right. Um, it, was, it was the raw power of that um, Would it be glorious crazy? pun. Would it be crazy for us to to go straight to three words from a listener? I think it would be crazy for us not to. Well, okay then, because I'm going to start shifting into that segment, the segment where, I don't know if you know this, but listeners can send in three words if they are members of our Patreon, kind, generous members of our Patreon, soon mm. to be my only source of income. Um, these generous people, uh, they can send in three words, Andy. I don't know if you know that. And so then yes. we take those three yes. words and we use them as a as the starting point of Fodder. inspiration. Fodder. You know, like uh, you know, like like the Australians were at Gallipoli, or you know, or whatever mm. it was. Um, um, and do you think that when there's a uh, when there's a you know there's a popular TV franchise like Star Wars or Star, or Star Trek or something yeah. like that, and then there's all that other um, uh, stuff that goes around it, like the co- comic books and the t- the 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 novel tie novelization tie-ins yeah. and the video games there's all this stuff there's actually vastly more of that stuff um out there than there is the actual original um source source material yeah. do you think that you could refer to all that other stuff as canon fodder but canon with one n canon as part of the canon yeah wait is is canon with one n a canon like a ba- a bang no, canon or no 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 canon with two n's is a bang canon canon with one n uh, refers to the body the, of the printers. law l o r e no 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 I mean it do- yes it does but but also it refers to the the uh, the the uh, broader um, uh, con- conceptual world um, and all the uh, the 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 the, yeah. the the body of precedents and 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 written material that uh, that builds up the accepted um yeah uh, 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 I understand uh, it stuff. now I understand it now but yeah. it's just when you originally said cannon fodder with one n I thought you meant a ream of a four <laughs> <laughs> that's really good um thank you oh I just I just realized Geraldine Quinn appeared in my dream last night, I think. Oh, it's exciting. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yes. Okay. So now our three words from a listener, Andy. Today's, do you want to try and guess which um, which listener they come from? Um, yep. Um, uh, Rebus McGillicuddy. Oh, very good guess. Um, similar number of s- syllables, I would say. Um, okay. But. Uh, it's un- uh, I've never I've, I've never known how to pronounce this, but I'm gonna Andriana Genualdi. Ooh, Andriana Genualdi. Once again, we are Genualdi. Thankful 
Genu- oh, and I'm we sorry are, that I say that every time. No, but we are genuinely thankful. Um, Andy, how would you like to have a crack at guessing what the first word that she has submitted is? First word is yoke. Y-O-L-K. Oh, Andy, it's not accurate, but <laughs> the first letter does have a stem like, wow. like the Y, and the second letter is O, and... There is four letters. Wow. I can't wait to find out what it is. <laughs> um, okay. The first word is port. Port? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Hmm. I guess the third word could be... The third word? Of? Wait. The second word? Of? Of? Um, port of? Ooh. Very inaccurate. Um, the actual word has... Uh, I would say 50% more letters and no <laughs> similar letters. Not even the same. None are similar. The second word is man. M-A-N. Okay, port man. Okay, so the, it, this is a portmanteau reference. So I'm going to say toe, T-O-E. T-O-E? Portmanteau, <clears throat> yes. Andy, you have the second letter correct. And you have mm. the third letter correct. <laughs> and you also have the first letter correct, Eddie. You yes! got it. Yes. Yes. Portmanteau. Wow. Yeah. Now, I mean, that's. Um, and now it makes me think fantastic. of a swollen whalers, like wet, mm. salty, sort of waterlogged big toe. Yeah, and now wow. I'm picturing somebody taking a little, <laughs> a little pin, a little like mm. sewing pin to that toe, and then a bunch mm. of seawater f- coming out. Oh, wow! Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> they're sort of they're bursting it like a boil, yeah, but, but it's full of, of I think seawater. Would... They catch that water in a special little cup. And then they sell it oh. to very, very rich women oh. um, to wear to the Met Gala ball. In what? Toe water in a, like, a little jar around their neck? Uh, I think that maybe they squirt some of it on their on their decolletage and the rest they uh, <laughs> wear the, in a little what about jar. This? They That's do up right. their makeup and then they squirt a little bit of this salt water on there and it makes their makeup run a little bit and fucks it up. Mm, right. Okay. It's got that little slight... Um, train wreck. I've I've been crying in the bathroom, kind yeah, of. Yeah, because it's it's the closest thing to tears you can find, mm. and especially for people whose whose you know uh, tear ducts may no longer function. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 uh, chemically identical ke- to tears. Is it? You all you need is a man whose foot is often immersed in the liquid at the bottom of a. Small wooden boat, who sta- the bilge, the bilge, like this, and his foot is just immersed in that, just a little bit of water that just comes in from you know, little tiny surface waves, a bit of choppiness. You know what would be great? We could get Mary J. Blige to yeah. to be our spokesperson, and we could call this product Mary J. Bilge. Oh, that's very good. Yeah, and and it just isn't a spritzing bottle like that, or does yeah, it come in a, like a spritz? Or like in an eyedropper to sort of mimic tears. Uh, 
what's there? There are some little bottles where it's 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 all glass, and the, the something they do something with the hole at the top, so that when you tip it, you do just get a little droplet out. Ah, uh, yes, I did. I did get some samples of CK one like that uh, mm. when I was in uh, year seven. Very mm. interested in CK one. Yeah, great. <laughs> um, I mean, you. I think you are. Um, and maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, but I think you're raised as a young teenage boy to think that smell is going to have a much bigger impact. You know, your odor and that sort of thing is going to have a much bigger impact over your future happiness and success than it perhaps really does. You're you're sold this idea of this incredible power, yes, that, uh, that scents and aromas can have to to make of the man. And really, the main thing is that you just don't have don't stink. If you don't stink, then after that, everyone's on exactly a level playing. You're ahead. Of, you're ahead of sixty six percent of the competition. Yeah, and it is a competition. Don't stink. Yeah. Um. When uh, I heard Portmanteau, yeah. Um. I was for some reason picturing a new type of shoe. Oh, um, like a business shoe or something like that, where the big toe is exposed. It's <laughs> it's, a, it's a you know uh, it's a it becomes a new trend, and I suppose it's a real you know. Um, oh, and then you like do up your toe, you dress it up, or you put you know you. Do- <laughs> Sorry, dressing it up seems counter to the idea of keeping it nude out of the. No, no, not not necessarily. Yeah. I mean, the the idea is that you can then focus on making lo- really looking after that toe and having an incredibly doesn't really matter what the other toes look like, but that toe will yeah. be will be gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which will be difficult to maintain because obviously it's exposed to the elements. I imagine it's getting whacked into things <laughs> all the time. But that's why it becomes such a status symbol. Yeah, the the fact that you are um, able to maintain this toe yeah. in such a good condition, a feature toe, m- like the tail of a peacock. Yes, um, that's right. Oh, and, and, can... and guys with very big ones, big mm, big toes. Oh, big big swinging toes. Yeah. You know, I, I met a guy once, and he revealed it to me whilst I was very high. He had he showed me his double big toe. It was like it had what? it had like two big toe bones in it. Whoa! Was it just really wide? Really wide. So it wasn't split down the end, no. but it was like two toes jammed into the one toe sock. Yeah, skin sock. Two in one, two for one deal. At mm. And was the was the toenail really wide yeah. as well? Really broad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked like it it had glitched or you know like <laughs> something had happened. And something um, did happen. I find that really thrilling. Yeah, it was. And so I went, what? <laughs> like, you know, obviously that's what you want. That's what somebody wants when they're revealing mm. a part of their body. But I guess you're showing it off as a party trick if you're kind of taking it out oh, at a, sure. during a party. Sure. I mean, there's not that much cause for it otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever shown anyone my toe outside of a medical context. No, as a sort of a re- reveal, but you know that's that'd be a nice thing about this these shoes. Yeah, is that you know now it's all out there on the table, quite literally a lot of the time, because you'll be putting your feet up and on, Andy, uh, on the desk. I'm I'm think that this could actually do really well during a fashion week. 
Mm. You know, but you, yeah. what you need is a foot milliner to be able to make this for you. You know, you know whatever the... A uh, foot milliner. You know? If only there was a word for people who make shoes. You know, for those things, those people who make the hats of the feet. Mm-hmm. I mean, they yeah, are. The shoes are the, bottom, are the bottom hats. They are the bottom hat. You're absolutely twin, right. Twin bottom hats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to my, for, for my foothead. It would be cool to have shoes that do look like a plate and that your foot and that makes your foot look like a meal. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, like it looks like it's serving up foot, but then it's got stuff yeah. over the top of it, like spaghetti sauce wow. or something like that. Yeah, that makes okay. up part of the strap. There's, there's meat and vegetables and stuff around it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, however you, whatever meal you want to make it look like, you could make it look like yeah, foot, soup, foot cake or foot soup yeah you know like because that's those you know those soups where there's often like a like a ham bone in there yeah yeah that could, i i don't but i do now yeah. well i guess for you it'd be like a tofu bone mm. um, anyway i guess we probably better wrap up this episode in a little bow uh, before we go a, just a, a reminder a about that uh that podcast festival purchase those tickets purchase um this is your chance this, this is your chance this is your to big experience chance. an absolutely unrivaled form of joy yeah and there's so many good podcasts it's going to be a great time eastern i can't vein. wait to see you all there eastern very good mm. time um mm. sta- not standard at all take very quickly take us through the uh sketch the, ideas the, andy we have ideas. the soul smegma religion mm. we have right the uh, the what? Wait, the world's sports spread. Um, yeah, great. Which is you know like an oil that you cover on the body for um for swimming faster. Then we have the no stroke swim stroke, which is all about mm. chemical propulsion. Yeah, then we have when we finally get some chemists involved in swimming. Exactly. Then we have Air Force One, hundred million BC. <laughs> Air Force One back to the, uh, <laughs> um, this is such a good so, idea. This is like such you know, and idea. you could even somehow make it a Christmas movie, just so you could release it on December twenty fifth. Uh, on on Christmas Day, <laughs> wow! In cinemas on Christmas Day, yeah. What an opening, yeah. Box office you'll have, yeah. And then we've got. Cleaning organs and soapy water. Mm. Mm-hmm. Then we've got Mary J. Bilge. It's the whaler's <laughs> toe salt water on as te- uh. as tear replacement. And then we have, of course, the feature toe show uh, shoe keeps big toe out. This is. I mean, can you tell that Alistair and I have been having to write very mainstream sketches for <laughs> professionally? <laughs> Uh, recently, and it has displaced a lot of our insanity into the podcast. Yeah, yeah, we we're not. I mean, <clears throat> to even find a standard joke in here, you would you would have to dig quite deep. You would be hitting mantle. Mm. Mm. Um. All right, and thank you so much for listening to anything tank we love that you did that to it and you can find us on twitter uh instagram 
Um, you can support us on the Patreon. You can join the Discord and have a bloody good chat. You can purchase Gustav and Henry oh, even yeah. if you're in the United States of America. In your, if you're in the United States of Australia, you can get yourself a copy or two of this wonderful book. That seems magnificent. Thank you very much, Andrew. Uh, and thank you very much, me. And thank you very much, <laughs> listeners. Uh, good day and to all of you. And we... We love love the heck out of you. Goodbye. (laughs) Okay. Hello, my name is Bobby. Hello, my name is Ooh. Hello, my name is Bobby. Hello. Oh, hello. My name is Bobby. My name is Bobby. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Hi, hi, hi. What to say when you need a pee? And that's a dead Dan. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.